0: What's up, everybody? This is Doug Wagner from Films in Black and White. Today's episode is presented by Purple Carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based subscription meal kit that makes it easy to cook irresistible meals to fuel your body. Each week, choose from an expansive and delicious menu of dinners, lunches, breakfasts, and snacks. Every box is an opportunity to learn and experience something new with easy recipes and fresh, pre-portioned ingredients. No shopping, no food waste, just globally inspired restaurant-quality plant-based meals. Get $30 off your first box by going to purplecarrot.com and entering code PODGO30 at checkout today. That's PODGO30 for $30 off your first Purple Carrot box. Purple Carrot the easiest way to eat more plants but there was no
1: middle bad. like what happens to the kid that just <laughs> picks on his little sister or what happens to you know what i'm saying like do right. everybody get cold or what is the right. standard yeah.
0: welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies comics and pop culture and we aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches this is films in black and white Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. We are so thrilled you could be here. It is a great day. As you can hear from the music, we are back together again as a trio. Yeah. And Not we just are back, but
1: we just- are back in black. Back
0: in black. And I'm black. <laughs> as it should be. And so, uh, welcome to episode 39, Podcast Royale. The spin or spoof or whatever on... <laughs> Uh, casino royale uh, just excited everybody could join us hope you're doing well hope everything's going well with you wherever you are um, and we have a great show for you super excited to get into it but before yeah. we get in but before we get into it let's just check in with our lovely co-host and i want to introduce the first the man the myth the legend the man who conquered his finals like mount everest uh, One yeah. marcus J. Ah!
1: Marcus, how you doing? I'm all right. It was an awkward beginning, but it's fine. Listen, we are here. I turned in my last final. I turned it in, and I exactly said "fuck you" and "fuck that." Um, and you know, that's just the vibes of uh, how this semester was. Some of these grades I'm getting, I'm really surprised. I'm not gonna bullshit you. I'm getting these grades back. Like, are you sure I deserve that? That high? Cause. I'm-
2: <laughs> I don't think I put in that amount of work. You don't talk yourself down, sir. You know, No, no, hey, no.
1: It's already in the books, though, fellas. So I'm not yeah. complaining. Yeah. I'm yeah. just asking from afar. I'm just <laughs> watching <laughs> and asking. But right. I am here, all the way from Boone, North Carolina, and there yeah. with the fellas, the trios. Tar Heel State. Yes. Uh, no. Appalachian State.
0: Oh, the what? Appalachian.
1: Well, State App State is the line. college around here. No, oh, App
0: State um, is the college, but I think North Carolina is called the Tar Heel
1: State. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure
0: you're not <laughs> no, starting intercontinental. I don't want to offend <laughs> the Mountaineers of Appalachia State. So... Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. No, you're I, hear I from you them know, weird fact, about,
1: weird fact about Doug Wagner, he knows the mascot about of any school that you can list. Um, Most of them. If anybody wants to test
2: that. Um, Brian, would you just like to give a random school out? Yeah. Uh
0: Oregon State uh oregon state is the beavers go beavers Shit. no way I <laughs> that,
1: that is <laughs> and, is that it, and oh, i forgot to mention that he always seals it with a go whatever <laughs> a go whatever the oh animal is
2: he's right folks benny beaver is yeah. it. told you go beavers somebody give him another school state. please give him another yeah. school. oh my gosh yeah uh man i don't
0: know i all the ones hampton that university know, you're gonna know I mean, hampton it- university hampton university uh-huh i don't know that one hbcu uh, well, go no. pirates oh, ah! yeah, yeah, uh, doug, doug apparently uh, now there's going to be some like major news story that i only know predominantly white <laughs> institutions that's just going to be <laughs> where that goes so it's, um, hey. anyway we all have room to learn <laughs> well, well before we you know I, we are excited Marcus is back, <laughs> but we are going to kick it down to Brian. Brian, how are you doing this week?
2: Brian oh, Rose! I'm, I'm feeling good, folks. Feeling good. We're like in that mid-December vibe for the oh, holidays. Yeah. I'm just surrounded by twinkle lights and like oh, getting yeah. ready to give gifts. And... I found a gift for my wife that I thought oh. I didn't get. So, like, I'm on a high right now. Oh, yeah. That's where that's it's at. A, as yeah. a husband,
1: I imagine, or a significant other, I definitely imagine that that's a win. So I want to say good job,
0: Brian. Yeah. 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 that's <laughs> Because a huge you win. deserve that. Especially oh, without you. having to ask. Because yes. that's the big thing. It's like, what do you yeah. think you might want this year? So oh. that I get it. I get yeah. It.
2: And honestly, to anybody listening, like, even if you did the thing of like, nah, we're not going to get anything. Just get something. Just anything. Yeah. Always. It's, yeah. Small, yeah. like just do it because yeah. you, the, the you don't because I did that before, and then you wake up day of and you're like, I should have got something, but I should There you are, this, but then you don't
1: know if it's a trick. Then it's like, if I got yeah, something, she would have felt bad,
2: and just, then
0: yep, you know, yep, just do it, just do, do it. it, just do it. Do do tell it. That I, will, you care. I will back this sentiment up though, Brian. Yeah. I feel less Scrooge like this year than Ooh. i have in many years past oh, and why wow. is that the ghosts, Wagner? i don't know it it, it i feel feel differently i feel <laughs> more in the spirit
1: did, did all the ghosts visit you <laughs> all right
0: yeah i got them done back around thanksgiving mm-hmm. um oh. i just i put a sign on my door saying hey ghosts let's get this done <laughs>
2: let's get it over now <laughs> yeah, you know up. what they appreciate but... the promptness and directness i bet yeah, i mean they've got other people to see i'm yeah, sure got stuff to do
0: i mean i can't imagine our president i mean i gotta be <laughs> i think they just so, skipped over his house completely. Like, oh nope we've been there that's mm-hmm. not gonna work there are not um, enough hours well, good in day. <laughs> well good i'm glad everybody's doing well um, again, I'm doing great. Uh, like I said, I've felt less <laughs> scroogey than I have in years past, despite uh, my co hosts. Doug introduced himself. Yeah, he you, introduced Marcus.
1: himself by saying, I want to say that
0: I am feeling. <laughs> that's fair. I did. And you all felt like that. You know what? That's right. That's on me. It's a bad transition. No, It's fine. It was so, actually very natural. It was I mean, natural. You should have stayed me. in like, it. You know what? Just, well, yeah. you know what? I just made it awkward is what happened. It's like it was a fine. good transition yeah. and then I it's made fine. it awkward.
2: It's a safe space. I appreciate this is a safe space. that. Thank you. All. Until you fuck that.
0: up. That. And that's right now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, i'm doing well um again i am much i am in the spirit of the holiday season for sure Excellent. um and so yeah i'm feeling pretty good about where everything is at um, now that what, what it, good yeah, anyway n- yeah great anyway now that we've gotten that out yep. of the way that awkward moment triple um, yeps yep we can kind of get into uh catch that quotable now this week All we're recording yip. a little bit early we usually post our trivia for um, Tuesdays and recording this on a Monday. So we're gonna just do some shout outs to people who have been maybe fans of the show or who have listened before or who are just, you know, supporters of what we do. So the first one I want to shout out is I wanna shout out to one the one, the only Miss Mimi Sellers. She's supported us for very long. She's been fantastic. She's always in our corner. Um, so just a huge shout out to her. Wanna shout out to Maggie Roush. I mean, I'm not I like her, uh, I'm just gonna say Thanks, Brian. Brian. Did Brian say I, I like her? yeah I, I like, really I like, like her. her. <laughs> I like her. I really, um, really like her. Um Maggie Roush will more than likely get the quote that I post later this week. <laughs> um wanna shout out to Chris Schultons for getting it last week. So just some love to share. Wanna shout out Brittany Wagner for making a good guess, probably. Maybe yes. not being quite close, but making a good guess. Always giving effort. Um, so, yeah, just want to make some shout outs and make sure everybody feels included well, for we're, this. We're week. predicting, this is, we're,
1: we're like, uh, we're, 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 we are, we're predicting the future here. Like, Nostradamus. For the precogs from this Minority Report. Yeah. Yep. I'm just I, kinda... I was thinking Miss Cleo from, uh, oh man we all
0: had dude. different references we all had different yeah everybody really... <laughs> knows where we're at <laughs> no don't worry about it but we got to get into our quotes and since marcus was uh busy blazing that finals trail yeah. last week i'm gonna kick it over to him to start us off this Let's week to it. catch that quotable thank marcus you, thank you what do you got
1: all right i think this i think I'm, this is too easy but like whatever i'm just i'm doing it to warm up since i was gone last week okay all right here we go <clears throat> No fucking shit, lady. Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza? One one more time for those in the back. (laughs) No fucking shit, lady. Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza?
0: Oh, I know you said it was easy, but I have nothing. Like I I am am not sure. I I appreciate the vibe and the energy. um, That's what I'm here for. But I have no idea what that's from. Uh, No. Okay. I, I am uh, like, I, I honestly,
2: I, the anger of it. I'm just, I have no idea. Yeah. I, like, I, really? And my Nicolas Cage is not helping right now. Like, I know it's not that.
0: I mean, Marcus, I'm gonna have to slam that hit button because yeah, I gotta be honest with you. I have <laughs> okay. no idea. Okay. All
1: right. Um, your hit is going to be, um, damn. Uh, airport. Airport? Yeah, I feel like it's a bad hint. I'm sorry. But that's all I can think of right now.
2: I'm just going to go for it. Okay, go I for have it, it, Brian. Cut. Is this Die Hard 2? No, it is not, bro. All right, that's Good fine. Good guess. Good
0: guess. Marcus, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and guess. Is this Snakes on a Plane? It is not Snakes on a Plane. Okay. All right. You got
1: us, man. Uh, Brian, you're yep. going to be upset because this is Die Hard 1. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Die> Hard 1. <laughs> it is absolutely <laughs> It is. The, I, I didn't want to give it away with my reaction to your guess, so I had to keep it cool. I had to keep a cool face. You had to play oh. that like I had to play straight it cool, face. But for it sure. is definitely Die Hard one. Oh my god! It's, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. I was going, and I said airplane because I, if I remember correctly, it is held at an airport. Yep. I was going to say your guess was going to be Christmas? Question mark because there's always controversy
2: on that's if it's true, it was a right? Christmas movie or is it not? So that's, that's a my very guess. Good for point. The oh that's man, I mean the opening point. of that movie. Yeah, there's an airport. Yeah. Then it takes place at <laughs> Nakatomi plaza yep. and, but the second one is well done marcus yeah. you, got thank, you man. thank you man that's thank a good you. one that was that's a great a guess though one. brian
0: that's a oh, great guess yep yeah, that's man. a very good one all right marcus who do you want to kick mm-hmm. it to you want to kick it over to me or kick it down to brian
1: let's kick it over to doug wagner all right yeah, let's do that okay
0: here we go you all ready yeah, i'm ready all right if basketball is all you care about why you boning me why don't you bone dick vital if basketball is all you care about, why are you boning me? Why don't you bone Dick Vitale?
1: You know how many basketball movies I have in my head just, like, just <laughs> kicking it? Uh, uh, is it Love and Basketball?
2: That's what I was thinking. Is it, <laughs> is it Love Basketball? Like, like, I, I like, no way. That's like, that's, like, too on the nose. That it, would be a, the hey, it would be
1: okay. a great <laughs> season finale for us. For, it's oh guys, it really It's a great lit. callback to be like, welcome back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <sighs>
2: Um, shit, I
1: don't fucking know. Uh, uh we're, gonna hit, <laughs> we're gonna hit the hint. Button. Uh, let's smash that
2: hint button. Yes. Your hint is octopus. God damn it. Uh, okay, I just have to do this to get it off my brain. Is this love and basketball? Brian, it's love and
0: basketball. Oh, right? Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Loving basketball. When you oh, said is this loving basketball? I was like, oh man, <laughs> like, gotta gotta try to maintain hey, a straight face. I'm not gonna lie to you, Doug has a terrible poker face. Yes, yeah, bad. <laughs> this is really terrible. bad. It's oh my god, there was... that's a good guess. Yeah, we were playing wow. this one game with some friends. We were playing Secret Hitler somewhere, which is yes. a game where you guess, and I could not hide it at all. Um, and somebody like the first round was like, "Doug, are you Hitler?" And I started to giggle, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I am." It, like just, you got oh me, gave it away. So what yeah, I have the, a so what was the
1: octopus hint?
0: It was because... just a callback to the previous reference, man. Oh, the movie. if you episode. remember, when I guessed "Love and bat- yep, Basketball," right. you gave us a hint of octopus. Octop- so yeah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Wow,
2: wow, they came Great circle. And Look at tried us. Tried we are we are pros together Wow! All, All right. right, I can't wow. believe I got that. I was like, <laughs> "That's amazing!" I, like, it's just too easy. No way! Like, I know <laughs> love and basketball, yeah. but no.
0: Sometimes you need a. Sometimes you need an underhand toss every once in a while. Just a little. You bit. know what I mean? You know, I appreciate that, it's especially after season. my storm
2: comment. Yeah. So I yep. appreciate that. You're good. All right, Brian. I appreciate Brian. that. What do you got? Oh boy! All right, excited. let's let's get it going. So very excited. Here's my it, quote. It could go. It could go anywhere. It's true. How about these stupid letters from kids to Santa at the North Pole? Dear Santa, can you send me a bike and a slinky? No, your father's been laid off.
1: (laughs) Damn. Damn. One more
2: time for all of you playing at home. How about these stupid letters from kids to Santa at the North Pole? Dear Santa, can you send me a bike and a slinky? No, your father's been laid off. I know, very uplifting
0: over here. I gotta be honest with you. This sounds like something David Spade would say.
1: It okay. Sounds, it sounds you know like what I mean. Bad Santa. Um I've yeah. seen that twice and it feels like Bad Santa. But it also feels like something where Santa exists. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Where they know yes. he exists. And at the end of the movie they prove that he exists.
0: Yes, it's you're absolutely right. Like I could see this being like a um oh, shit, I forget like a Santa Claus 2 or like a Fred Claus. Oh like, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: What's the hymn, Brian? The hint is going to be Minnesota.
1: Is this the Santa Claus?
2: It is oh, not no. the Santa Claus. Okay.
0: I know what this is. Oh
2: fuck. Brian, is this Jingle all the way? It is, starring
1: yeah! Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Yeah, I've never seen I don't
1: think I've ever seen Jingle
0: all the way. That's a great that's a great that's oh, something... man. and let me guess, that is the character um Oh, that's Sinbad's character, that is... right? Yep, it yep. sure is. Yep. Yeah, that's a fun... F- I mean, that that movie is just ridiculous. Like, t- <laughs> just ridiculous top to bottom. It I'm is. To a ton of fun. It okay, is. The no, one it's a where ton Arnold... of fun.
2: And I love... I have this weird thing with movies in Minnesota because they're not filmed there a lot. And I remember... No. No, when they were filming, there it was like, "We're gonna be in the headlines." I, like, I'm a kid. Like, what does that what? mean? And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So it was like the first movie I knew was like. And they filmed in it in like
0: July, didn't they? Yeah. Like, it was not. I mean, it looks like a winter yeah. scene, but it was oh, yeah. not. Like, so, like <laughs> they
2: filmed this huge like winter parade in the middle yeah. of July, and it is very evident. But it's. Do you fine. mean the
0: winter wondertainment parade? <laughs> I remember- that's that's a, definitely that's what it's a weird thing to just
1: have in your, in your mind database.
0: I do the same thing though, Brian. That Brian does is that because I grew up in Minnesota, I wasn't born okay. there, but because I was grew up there, if it has that connection, it's just like ingrained in my head. Um, yeah, like the same thing with. Um, Oh, what was the movie with the kid who took over the ma- as like manager of the Minnesota Twins? Was that Little Big League? Oh my gosh, it might have been. So. I don't remember, yeah. but I remember being like, "Oh my god," because it was filmed in the Metrodome, and I remember yes. seeing games there and stuff. So yeah, I don't anyway. watch a
1: lot of baseball movies. I, I realized that the other day. I realized how many baseball movies exist. An odd amount. I think, um, it's a weird. It's a it's a weird amount. Um, but I watch a lot of <laughs> boxing movies, which is yeah. also equally strange. So I don't understand the difference between yeah. The
0: two yeah yeah and they're kind of a dime a dozen some of them like they're just sort of like "Eh, yeah an underdog battles his way to win the championship well moving on to the next one (laughs) um well this is a movie review week but we do have some news to touch on um brian since you kind of brought us home with the quote uh any news you want to touch on from this particular week at all just to kind of highlight before we get into the movie
2: yeah, I honestly, I think the, the big buzz and the big the big splash right now is the announcement for HBO Max yep. and that their entire Prime movie slate, everything they would release in theaters will be releasing on HBO at no extra yeah. cost. Yep. And that is like the big headline. I mean, I think that is, that is it. Like, I'm not even going to oh, sugarcoat sure. it or add any other details. Yeah. That's it. Boom. Like 14 movies you would see in the theater. They're all coming to HBO Max the same day. Yep. That has to
1: mean that HBO Max is going to increase their prices between now and then.
2: I mean, that's the only way.
1: How much is it now?
2: That's funny you say that. So I was like, I wonder if they're going to try to, like, change their pricing Mm -hmm. model. And they've already eliminated the free trial. So you you can no longer sign up for a free trial for HBO Max. And it's like, oh, man, like, I think, like, in June, there might be some stuff happening just to see.
0: That's my guess. Like we got a listener to the podcast because I think we said like back when Wonder Woman was announced, Brian mentioned like, oh, you could sign up for the free trial and then maybe they'll yep, get you. Yeah, and it's like oh, they're did. like, we could and we're just gonna delete it. Like so they were. <laughs> so so Brian, Brian tipped was, her so, hand.
1: So Brian told them first of all, Brian told them do both. <laughs> <laughs> well, and fine. then Brian and then Brian told them, hey, you know, there's a free trial. You can always leave if you want to. They
2: said, ah, fuck that. So I <laughs> Well, I Somebody's got a great team to, this to, yeah, to yeah. talk this out with, so they're probably listening to us and like, they're giving away all our secrets.
0: Free game. <laughs> That's right. They're just, yeah, they're mad because we're tipping our, tipping their hand too yeah, much. We don't get shit out of it. That's right. Um, Marcus, any news that you would like to mention at all? No, this Doug, is there week? any news that you would like to mention this week? You know week? what? There is, and it's actually <laughs> Spider-Man news. Oh. Uh, Jared Leto in an interview announced that he's very excited for the Morbius movie to be released. And Mm -hmm. in that interview, he is quoted as saying, it's an exciting role in an expanding universe, dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. So Jared Leto has hint hinted and even revealed maybe that Morbius is going to be a part of a larger Spider-Man universe that will eventually lead to multiple movies, multiple crossovers, essentially building this large cast of villains that Spider-Man could do battle with, um, depending on the situation and depending on the circumstances. Now you combine that with, um... Jamie Foxx saying that he wants to come back and reprise his role as Electro. Um, And then the Morbius movie, and then you just kind of like the hint at the end of um, Spider-Man Homecoming of uh, Michael Keaton's character not being dead. I mean, it's going to be a big universe with a lot of different characters and a lot of things happening. So there's pieces in motion to make this a really big deal, which is (laughs) very very exciting for sure. So um, but that's the news that I have from this week. Here's my hot take well i'm gonna add to that real quick sony uh,
1: international i think it was international sony released a trailer and it was it was a sony sponsored trailer sure uh that revolved around spider-man and in that trailer it was in spanish obviously the words were in spanish but somebody translated it in that they were like it started off as who's your favorite spider-man and it showed toby it showed andrew and it showed um and it showed tom holland right and afterwards it showed then it said something along the lines of you won't have to choose in in Spider-Man 3 uh oh, it says Spider-Man Multiverse somewhere in Spider-Man 3 so it's like almost like they're hinting at it yeah
0: maybe.
1: but i think i want to provide a hot take to go along with the expanding universe i think there's a chance that sony may cast its own Spider-Man huh um, ooh like if we're going multiverse i think sony says okay you can Do the Tom Holland Spider-Man, but also maybe we should cast our own that can live in this darker universe. Sure, huh? I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, the question is, is that with the popularity, does Sony do a Sony thing and say, you know, with the popularity of Spider-Man Miles Morales, do they try to go that route? I mean, I I don't think that they will either, but Mm -hmm. they could. could. Um, And so, I'd be just interesting to see what they do. Interested (laughs) to see what they do with all of that for sure but that's kind of the news that i have as far as spider-man stuff it's certainly Brian exciting like,
1: brand looks like he's got something on his mind like man. well so i was like, <laughs> like what like is upset. this
2: teaser trailer marcus mm-hmm. is talking about because i did not hear it and yet it does look like sony latin america posted this mm-hmm. teaser and it looks like they're trying to take it down now and yeah. it is exactly so this is coming from fandom wire but it's everything you just said marcus yeah. like i mean essentially y- y- yeah, what Marcus said. I just want to boost what Marcus said because I was like, <laughs> I have not heard about this. And yeah. you Marcus, you caught it. You caught it. Like, yeah, very. It's very the like, right time. And a lot of people are.
1: The trailer is not a clear HD trailer. It is no, just I'm like, sure. somebody recorded it on their phone, and yep. it's in all yep. Spanish. So if you didn't know what was going on, or took the time to realize it, or watch the first like ten seconds of that, it just looked like they were promoting Spider Man. But. Wow. It, I don't know. It, I don't know yet. So, we'll see. Right.
2: Okay. Yeah, see. that's really exciting. And honestly, I know a lot of people, I, the only thing I want to add is like, I know a lot of people are like, well, we already did the Spider-Verse and the mm-hmm. Multiverse or whatever. And it's like, yeah, like into the Spider-Verse is such a special thing that yes. it, it has such good writing and such a good team behind it that I, I have no problem with the MCU or the Spider-Man universe trying to do their own take on it. Like I, I really don't because I feel that confidently in the team that did into the spider-verse and if mm-hmm. this is going to take us to a new spot uh i'm all yeah. for it i'm excited
0: yeah, yeah for sure i just
1: hope they don't fuck it up also yeah. Martin, Here's hoping. um daredevil is now the, the rights to the daredevil it belongs to disney again so, yes that's right we can only hope that we get some save the
0: daredevil news here soon yeah for oh, sure man. Yeah. any other news worth mentioning before we get into the movie at all
1: yeah, um, I thought Doug was going to do it, but I guess I got to be the one to, do, to bring this show oh, up. So, um, right. Tenet director Christopher Nolan speaks about oh, controversial yeah. HBO Max move. And he <laughs> says, in an interview with E.T., and this is from comicbook.com, because I'm trying to do better like Brian does. It, oh,
2: shocks. You
1: know, doing our thing. So um, he said, um, saying that there is controversy around the choice based on how Warner Brothers went about things. And this oh, is his sure. quote. Oh, Oh, I mean disbelief, Nolan said when he asked about his reaction to the decision, especially in the way in which they did. There's so much controversy around it because they didn't tell anyone. In 2021, they got some of the top filmmakers in the world. They've got some of the biggest stars in the world who worked for years in some cases on these projects very close to their hearts for that sure. are meant to be big screen experiences. Yeah. They're meant to be out there for the wildest wildest possible audiences. And now they're being used as lost leader for the streaming service, for the fledging streaming service. Without any consultation. So um, he's just saying that basically, essentially, it's very, very messy, which, you know, Christopher Nolan has put in his mouth a couple of times. But this one, I can understand what he's what he's trying
0: to say. And to back that up, I was reading this week, and this isn't, like, official news, but I read this week, um, either today or yesterday, that the studio, so Legendary Entertainment, who produced Godzilla versus Kong and Dune, says that they're going to (coughs) sue Warner Media for taking them. Are they really? For basically saying, like, hey, um, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And before you pulled the plug on it, we had something lined up with Netflix for $250 million. And wow. I can't remember if it was for King Kong or for Dune. Oh, wow. But for one of the two, then Warner- it was Dune. It was yeah. Dune. Yeah, so Dune. Dune. So they had two hundred fifty million dollars lined up to put Dune directly onto Netflix. Warner Media killed it. Then kept everybody in the dark and said, "Well, surprise, it's going to HBO Max," and they had no idea. Yeah. So essentially, they're going to say Damn. like loss of potential revenue as the reason for oh, the suit. Wow. I didn't yeah. even think about this as
1: a, as a normal consumer. Yeah. I never even thought about the business side of and the creative side of we made this. Yeah. You for sure. shelved it and then bought it back out whenever yeah. you decided to
0: yeah yeah it's nuts and that i just kind of read that today and they had no prior knowledge of the announcement so what christopher nolan said where he was like they didn't tell anybody nope they sure didn't they had no wow. idea and no That's one really knew and it's I, really really nuts i i i,
2: uh, I have so much to say that this isn't a news episode like <laughs> i i do want to say though that like yes we have really had some heat on christopher nolan for the theater oh yeah we did I do want to say though that two things can be true that mm-hmm. i, I oh, yeah. do understand where nolan is coming from and i would also be flabbergasted because i think we all assumed like oh well everyone's always in the know and how mm-hmm. could you <laughs> not know and the yeah, fact that true. like a person like christopher nolan who is a thought leader and one of the, like a very highly well-regarded director at this yep. point had no idea nope woof this is gonna unfold for
0: quite a bit and that's oh, uh, yeah. a lot yeah it's we'll definitely be, be talking yeah, rough for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, anything else that's worth mentioning uh, news-wise before we get into the movie?
1: Hell no. Let's get to the
0: Fat Man. Okay, so really quickly, before we get into Fat Man, I just want to take a moment, because we kind of talked about this as a podcast, um, and we really wanted to kind of take this position with it. Look, Mel Gibson is a an piece of interesting- shit. Well, he's a piece of shit, but he's also, he has a very- uh checkered past so to speak. So for those of you who aren't familiar with the Mel Gibson of like the late 90s early 2000s where Shortly after Passion of the Christ, where he was kind of spot spotting off uh, anti-Semitic comments to police officers after driving intoxicated, um, he's kind of a piece of shit, to be honest with you. Is no, the way he's Marcus a piece pers- of shit. Call it what it is, Doug. So he's a piece of shit, and so um, he's got a problem, and 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 so For we sure. kind of had a, a crisis of this particular podcast of do we do we review this and give. Uh, The limelight to who he is as an individual, or do we say we're not going to cover this at all just because for principle of what we usually cover on this podcast, because I think one of the benefits of what we do is we definitely cover intersectionality pretty well. Um, We understand that identity and we understand that representation is important. And so sometimes that sword cuts the other way um, in the sense of, you know, now we're giving uh, credence to someone's um, piece of shit history. So That being said, we believe that no piece of cinema is untouchable, regardless of the director involved, regardless of the actors involved. So just before we get into this particular movie, I think it's really important that we just kind of everyone listening understand that this is our sort of our preamble to covering Fat Man is that Mel Gibson is a piece of shit. He said some really hateful and hurtful things about a wide variety of different people, Um, and I hope that at some point in time he accounts for that, and he takes ownership and responsibility for that. Uh, But until then, it kind of is what it is, so we just wanted to get that out there. Gentlemen, anything that I am missing in that particular preamble to our coverage of Fat Man? I think the the one thing I want to say is that,
2: you know, this was something that I struggled with personally. And I, I think that through conversations with Marcus and Doug, we got to a point where we didn't have a perfect answer with mm-hmm. this. And I yep. think that for us, one of the beats of our podcast is co- we're covering these movies that are big and small. And yeah. we do. That is our beat. And we do want to talk about these movies as they as they come. Mm-hmm. Um. That being said, I, I we don't know if this is the perfect answer, and we're gonna be growing, and I think we'll all be transparent yep. with that, um, and maybe it affects how we choose movies down the road. We don't know. We'll probably sure. have a larger conversation about it. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at. Like I I don't know, and it's okay not to know. So I'm comfortable yeah. sure saying I I don't know, and I do want to I do want to hand it over to Marcus. Marcus, is there anything you want to say?
1: um i guess you know doug said it in the in the nice way and you know i want to be i want to be respectful also at the same time because i do believe that people make mistakes and people can fuck up players fuck up too you know what i mean and so like um like one of my biggest things is like i'm not always right but i'm always be real And, and so because i know that people just things happen and Whatever the context around it, these kind of things do happen. And forgiveness is a thing that's a part of the, you know, the human experience in this life that we live is being able to forgive people. But like Doug said, accurately said, you know, one day I hope he holds himself accountable because we can judge all we want to, but it's really up to um, that person to hold themselves accountable. I I also want to say, you know, it's up to the individual if you can separate the art and the artist. Um, there's a lot of situations and a lot of instances where rappers, music artists of all kinds, make th- they sure. make decisions, say things like uh, there was a recent experience. We're not going to bring that up. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time of, of one of the Black Panther stars saying things and doing things. And it's like oh, yep. you have to make the decision in an individual instant an instance of like, how are you going to react to this? How are you yep. going to accept it? But we refuse to promote the shitty side, and there, and one of the other things that came up in the conversation was: there's so many other people behind this movie that maybe yes. this was a uh, breaking. You know, this was like something to break them through or break the ice in their career in the industry, and maybe they're good people. So, you know, without highlighting his dirty past, we want to be able to just watch a movie as consumers, and then you all know how we feel. You know, being a part of the films in Black and White family personally, and where for our sure. morals um, compass stands as well. Yeah,
0: for sure. Awesome that being said let's get into some fast facts about this movie before yeah marcus gives us his barbershop summary <laughs> so which i'm actually very excited it's about me. so anyway so here's what we got so uh fat man is a movie that is direct that is written and directed by two first-time writer directors and ian and esham nelms um, <laughs> Danny McBride from some of the like more like from like Pineapple Express and from what did he um, do? He also did well. He played the like the the like one of the crooked guys on Pineapple Express. He also was in Eastbound and Down. He was the Uh executive producer of this particular movie, so he was one of the executive producers for this. So yeah, Um, so uh, the budget for this particular movie was 20 million dollars the gross and i put in parentheses when i was doing research the gross so far is eight hundred thousand dollars um so it is not doing well um this came out november what'd you say november 13th yeah something like that yeah Yeah. um so budget of 20 million the gross so far of eighty thousand of eight hundred thousand dollars and oh, it has wow. only received a forty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um there I mean it seems like again from the way fans views it and critics view it, critics hated it, but fans who watched it loved it. Because you know you can split that mm-hmm. up on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and how that switches. But um it was uh, comes out of Saban films, so same people who do Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Rangers! So Saban Films kind of released the... Saban? Is it it Saban or Saban? Saban. I think it's Saban. Saban. Is it Saban? That's me. Mm -hmm. It's Saban Films. So um, anyway, that's kind of where we're at um, with this particular Fast Facts of movies. Uh, Marcus, why Mm -hmm. don't you go ahead and give us your Barbershop (coughs) Summary. Okay, bet. Listen,
1: basically, this is what's kicking off. I hate to do this every time because my two co hosts are, are white gentlemen. And so I always hate doing this, but the movies, they just force my damn hand. So this no. is a movie about hey. white privilege. Okay? Do this it. is a movie about. <laughs> this is, this do movie it. kicks you off with a film about entitled white privilege. Privilege, okay. You have this snobby little son of a bitch kid, okay, and he is a piece of fucking work. He steals from his grandmother. He also what the fuck interrogated a damn little girl in his class for winning Uh, a fucking a science fair project. Like, okay, great, fantastic. So apparently, you could tell this kid is rich by the house they live in and and the prep school clothes he wear. They give these obvious hints, and so this kid um you know he's had everything given to him obviously you could tell he likes winning because they start the movie off with five different fucking ribbons on his chest and so he loses a competition okay yep. great he loses a competition and then he writes this letter to santa apparently this is a big thing and, and so he's he mails this letter and santa basically gives this little kid coal he gives him coal for christmas yep. now let's talk about the premise of santa santa for some strange Santa works for the government. Okay. And I get it. And I, and I got that, but it's the biggest economic surplus for the government, but yet yeah. is going broke. Um, you figure it out. So then there's that, um, also married to a beautiful black British woman. Um, and, and we will get into that later. Oh, yeah. Um, it has, a, it, and this movie surrounds the idea of this little kid getting pissed enough, uh, um, that he hires a killer who is also entitled, um, you know has some trauma but he's also entitled okay um you know he, he's he's t- taking gifts from these people um that, uh, that got gifts from Santa Claus from like years ago and even little kids he's buying off their gifts and he wants to know why Santa was not there for them maybe he's not as entitled maybe he's just a little bit tra- traumatized so he wants to know why Santa didn't give a fuck about him or why Santa didn't come save him from the bad house that he was in okay yeah. so then yeah. you got him trying to find this Santa Claus who is not this fat jolly white man that we're so familiar with he is uh, kind of of in shape and he boxes and has sex and smokes cigarettes and eats cookies and checks his mail like a normal everyday person i guess whatever the fuck you want to do and weirdly knows everybody's name still even if they're 45 years old so there's that um and so you get this fight on the on at the north pole or at the warehouse the government takes over santa's place because they do and put him under a contract where they use the elves and they make government airplane circuit boards with the elves and it's a whole thing
0: well that I mean, yeah, man. You know. That's fucking spot on. Again, yeah, okay. crush yeah. it again. Um, we don't mind you putting us on the spot regarding white privilege, to be <laughs> I, honest. I
2: mean, you. truth some... is truth. Like, yeah, it... somebody's
0: gonna have to take us to task on it. You, you are right. But it might as well be you is kind of our philosophy <laughs> on it. <laughs>
2: I mean, I want to help with some of this emotional labor, but I will support you when it you say this is a, a whole yeah. bunch oh, of white privilege. I just, you
0: know, I don't we're not pushing thing... you up. We're propping you up. I ah, got you, it. You okay. see the difference. Yeah. It feels different, but it's ah. not. It's Ah-ha. so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There it is. Um, but let's get into it. Let's get yeah. into the good, yeah. the bad, <clears> and the ugly oh, of goodness. this particular movie. I didn't hit my um, button. Hold on. Sorry, my bad. Because Here we go. there's uh-huh. a lot to kind of get back and there's a lot to get into. So I'm gonna actually kick it down to Brian to get in to the good of this particular movie. Brian, what yeah. about this movie worked
2: for you? Take us there, Brian Roush. Oh
0: boy. Um.
2: All right. Uh. You're gonna be able to tell a lot of things by this <laughs> oh, yes. summary of good. Oh good. Let's oh start. good. Oh good. Walter Goggins. Oh mm-hmm. yeah the assassin hitman in this mm-hmm. and he is great anytime he was on screen yeah. mm-hmm. I-, I couldn't take my eyes off yeah. he was fantastic if you're not familiar with his body of work he pops up in a lot of things as a mm-hmm. supporting character mm-hmm. uh, i think is probably the best way i would describe him Agreed. Um, Yep. but he's been in stuff like ant-man and the wasp he's he done was. stuff in community justified hateful yep. Eight predators the Shield. Uh, like yep. he's probably his longest running tenure was on the Shield show, yep. the FX show. Yep. So he he just he stole every moment of the movie for me. He was fantastic. He was sure. weird, like capital W weird, and yeah. it worked. Yeah. Also, capital W worked, and it, he just honestly, it got to a point for me where I was like, is is he? is he the protagonist of this movie yeah it's a fair question and i don't know i don't know if i can answer that but that was good to me that that was a very good part of this movie to me and i liked that his car had minnesota license
0: plates Uh, so that was fun that was a fun callback we had a weird connection for those of you who aren't from minnesota brian texted me he's like oh did you see that he's from minnesota in the movie and i was like i did notice that i did i did notice that so and they have the old school like right before they switched over to the fancy loon plates like the classic Mm. blue on blue yeah yes so i I liked walter goggins (laughs)
2: That was good, and that is where I will send wow. it off to one of my co-hosts.
0: Yeah, to go next. Yeah, wow. Marcus. What uh, about this particular movie worked for you?
1: I want you to know that Brian is the nice one on this podcast. <laughs> um, so he only had that one thing. Um, I'm, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm just gonna put that pin there. Just boop. Just put put it right there. Yes. Um, so the good. I like the idea of the film. Yep. I like I like the I don't know what you call it. I like the premise, maybe, or the yes, legend legend behind it. Yeah, the concept and the legend. Yeah. I like both of those together. So the legend, if you will. Um, <laughs> I like the idea of Santa working for the government. I like the idea of Santa being known, but nobody really knows who Santa is. Yep. Um, what it did was it gave me more questions than answers. And I kind of was intrigued by that. The idea that what if Santa did work for the government and was not this untouchable being, but instead struggled like all of us, but still for some reason gave a damn about Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like in this world that is such like, surrounded by capitalism and all of that other stuff like you have a santa who's still big on giving being about the kids and like that kind of has elves living in this world that we live in um and i just thought that that idea and that premise and that concept and all of that was um really really good and really interesting and could have been expounded upon more um if i had like i don't know i wouldn't want another movie or a prequel but just maybe expand expound upon it more maybe in the beginning credits
0: yeah, I think I'll agree with, and I and I think I'll back up entirely what um, Marcus said because for me, secret to this is that in the bad movies we've watched, I believe Marcus loved Unhinged, uh-huh. Ryan really liked Bill and Ted, and he I got to be honest with you, I enjoyed the majority welcome, of this. Welcome to the full circle. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Wow. Full circle. But yeah, I just enjoyed <laughs> the hell out of this. Like, and I think what I enjoyed about it is, I did enjoy. I always appreciate it when things take something that we all know and love and they put a different twist on it that maybe we didn't know about. Like, or they make it that, because what I was telling Brittany when I was, when we were watching this, because we watched this together. when we were watching this I, I kind of paused the movie and I said like what if our understanding of Santa Claus seems so like bright and sunny because we're kids and that's how we remember it. Mm-hmm. But what if there's because if you think about things that we look at when we're children, they sure. often look at our scene as better than they were yeah. because we can't see the dark side to them. Like So for cereal. me when I was yeah, so from exactly like for like me tricks. right, they're I mean they're actively depriving a starving rabbit and mm-hmm. he's just looking for something to eat and it's like, he made nope, the for kids kid so and exactly he made them he can have them and lucky charms i can go down the rabbit hole here and i can me. keep supporting the rabbit hole so long as we have to um <laughs> i like whatever. to see i like to see how doug gets us back on track <laughs> after
1: monkey wrench after monkey wrench after monkey wrench yeah
0: Yeah, if you could dodge, yeah, I could just dodge. If you can dodge a wrench, I could dodge a ball. Is that what you? Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Anyway, (laughs) but for me, I appreciated the fact that it, it, it like was like, what if your under? This is your understanding as an adult. Like, what if there's some reality to this? on the other end that maybe we don't necessarily see, but now that these, these two are showing you now, I think that there's some problems with that particular story for sure, but I really appreciated the, like the, the legend behind it and kind of letting you making some assumptions with who the audience is um, and kind of taking you from there and kind of going at it. So mm-hmm. that's definitely one particular part of this that I loved. I'll also back up what Brian said. I mean, um, Walton Goggins played the hell out of this I he mean did. he Absolutely. took that role Absolutely. and he played it really really well he could have been over the top and almost ridiculous with mm-hmm. kind of his capital W weird moments as Brian put it but he didn't and he did a pretty good job of like keeping it relatively under control from there so yeah. but that's for me some things that I thought was good anything else from the two of you as far as what you all thought worked for this particular movie
1: yeah I mean I, I, I will say I did enjoy. I did enjoy the movie overall. Yeah, I, I, enj- I enjoyed it. Although the, I think the only thing that really messed me up was the was the main casting of Santa and Mel Gibson. Yes, um, because just seeing him and hearing the things that he said. He's oh, wow. That's going. That's getting into the bad. Well, I mean, it's here. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like just it's hearing the things that he said in the past. Uh-huh. Um And then seeing him open mouth kiss a black woman, I just feel like you've got a potty mouth, sir. And don't you touch my black queen? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, sure. it's kind of one of those. So, but I think that the casting was well done across the board. Oh, yeah. And even the idea of elves, it wasn't something that was so magical that it was hard yes. to believe. All they said was, we're elves, we figured it out. Here's how we fucking do it. Where, to the point where the military lead was like, oh shit, like, okay, I get it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it still was able to separate the idea of elves and humans without being like, where are these? we eat sugar all the time. They're right. like, no, this is about efficiency. This is how we get the shit done. And this is the bottom line. Yeah. So yeah, I just think even the little kid, he was annoying as fuck, but he was perfectly casted. And I think he was casted to be that. And so I just want to, I just think that it was, it was a well-casted movie.
0: And they it, could have gone down the magic rabbit hole with this. Yes. Like they could have oh, spent sure. too much time on where yeah. the elves come from or how Over the explain why? Or right. what's the deal with it? it's just sort of like they it's never magic. showed the sled. No they never did
1: Right. right. And a it lot of the is. things so. that they did, they was like, they never showed the sled. They never showed anything. You just imagine that this is still Santa. It's just Santa's a little bit grittier. And like yeah. we don't need an explanation for how he gets the shit done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, little yep. it is. it, what it, it is it Worked. Yep, it worked well.
2: For sure. I, I think the only thing I'll add here is that I, I do appreciate the mythological callbacks for Santa because that is very much my thing. I love yeah. mythology mm-hmm. and uh, we're a spoiler podcast so I don't think we've oh, said that yet yeah. for new listeners but I mean we're going to get into it's some not. Spoilers too late here. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes and so the end of the movie and I took a picture of it because it looked metal as hell um, but so Santa loses an eye yeah. uh and it's his left eye and for those of you for those nordic mythology listeners that's there, true oh, shit, uh, odin the all-father loses his left eye to gain wisdom mm, how does that reflect at the end of the movie oh, bro. Uh, <laughs> and so i appreciated okay. that callback because oh, like that is where so much of christmas and yule and like Mm. our tradition in the Mm -hmm. in the dead of winter and gift giving comes from like and that's one of my favorite things about the holidays is that it is it's just such a wonderful collection of celebrations of cultures because we are to a point where so many of our different religions and cultures and practices have melded together that Mm -hmm. we really are celebrating in a lot of senses each other and each other's traditions um And Santa is one of those. So I appreciated that callback and the feelings of like, yeah, like Santa is more than just this. It is, you know, taking something from this culture and this culture and having us all unite, like to be in this one space of like, Hey, it's dark out. Let's put up some lights and burn a log and like talk about how great, um, and how much we love each other. And Mm -hmm. so it gave me that feeling with it. Um, remembering the mythology. So that was good. Yeah,
0: for sure. No, I completely agree. Now, anything else? Good wise. I mean, I think that there were some other, <clears throat> I don't, I I would Go entirely, ahead, I mean, I think that I think some of the sillier moments with this particular thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they really tried to i mean they really did a good job of building up this little kid as someone to loathe yeah um in my notes right from the get-go i said this kid deserves coal like i literally yep. like wrote oh. that out loud like yes they yeah. that is well surmised and well put and so i they, think they did a good <clears throat> job making you hate this kid
1: they did they did great and i didn't they did so good that i couldn't tell if he was really misunderstood or was he just bad yeah. Because at the beginning, I was like, oh, maybe he's not that bad of a kid and wants his father's attention. But then they are like, oh, yeah. no, he's just a bad shit. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> right. they did good in, in yes. dressing that character. And, and like Doug said, making him loathe you. Loathe yeah. him.
0: Yeah, exactly. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're to make the jump and start your own, po- own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. Um, all right, well, let's transition over to the bad. I'm going to kick it to Marcus because, Marcus, you started to transition us into the bad with um, some of your comments for the good. So what 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 Maybe a part of this movie didn't work so well for you or maybe you just didn't quite like?
1: Um, I want to say that it's, it's, it's a few pieces in here that I think could have done better. Um, and for me, once again, the Mel Gibson, you know, and the, I I love the idea of having a a black woman as Miss Kringle and the interracial relationship. Mm -hmm. I get that. And it seemed like an actual loving relationship. Right, um, but just the just hearing the things that he said out of his fucking filthy mouth, and then kissing a black woman, I just kind of just you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure, yeah, that just doesn't sit well with me. It what felt... I will say, my first, oh, go I, oh go sorry. sorry, go ahead, Brian. Sorry,
2: no, Brian. I just wanted to riff off you. Like, it really felt like, hey, see, it, yes. everything's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm that's cool what that. it felt, cool felt me like.
1: Now, yes. yeah, yeah. Hey, my wife is black. Like, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, this is just a fucking movie, Mel Gibson. Right. Nasty fuck. Like,
0: I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, my, other, my dog my... is named Martin Luther King yeah you yeah. see like, it's it's what I'm of those saying? Moments, and the, sure. and yep. saying you
1: kick his ass every time you walk out the door like you know what I'm saying so like what the fuck does that mean to me yep for um, sure my bad bad though is the unrealistic unre- idea of the assassin being able to infiltrate a military compound
0: oh f- yeah with Absolutely. just the idea
1: of a distraction of one ski hitting a house because <laughs> right. soon as as soon as he killed the three and heard gunshots yeah like here, here's my idea behind it they are building military vehicles like circuit board anything that that then involves the military is going to be heavily guarded right like, you know what i'm saying you see where i'm going so yeah. then soon as you see somebody try to infiltrate that gunshots go off one man with a slow gun he first of all when he was in that little shooting range he was slow as fuck
0: yeah, so you cannot tell
1: me yeah. that he killed everybody in that, in that fucking compound. So that was my one bad.
2: He was accurate, though, in that gun range, he, I
1: will slow. say. He and, slow, his turn was like,
0: pow, pow, pow. <laughs> pow. Pow, 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 pow. And I'll also say this. I don't think the people who made this movie have ever heard a gun with a silencer on it. <laughs> because i think that this this whole predicated off of itself that like oh these are silencers which means there's no sound at all. at all that yeah. is not the case it no. still sounds like a gunshot it's just really really muffled yes um so the whole notion of like yep it's completely quiet i mean somebody yep. would have been to, to your point marcus somebody would have been tipped yes. off yeah, there were i mean especially when he shoots the postmaster nobody heard that nobody like, nobody <laughs> nobody how many people heard are that working loud
1: here? noise oh it's not a vermilion post office this no. is one. it had like five fifteen trucks in there and I mean, he also unnecessarily killed the post office what well yeah you see what i'm saying so it just felt unrealistic
0: yeah completely agree yeah brian things that maybe didn't work for you <laughs> or things maybe that you didn't quite like
2: Rash. I think I, I think it, I will just speak directly to it. Like I think what Marcus is saying, I just had a really hard time separating the artist from the art. Mm-hmm. I think Fair. for me, and that's on me and my feelings, and that's not everybody. Um, And it goes back to what Marcus said. And you can rewind the podcast if you want to hear what he said. I don't want to I don't want to try to paraphrase it because he said it so well. So it definitely impacted me uh, with me looking at this movie. If I'm trying to look at it like not knowing that stuff, I think that structure wise, I'll focus on that. What was confusing to me was I think and this is why I love movies, because everybody sees something different. So, Doug, you're like, you're asking all these questions and that's awesome. And I totally agree because the idea of like Santa being this blue collar like yep. factory owner, mm-hmm. that's intriguing to me. Yeah. That's flipping weird, and I want to know more. Yeah. Uh, on the same hand, though, <laughs> they bring up all these subjects like within the first half an hour answer. of the movie, like, yep. well, we gotta get the money from the government to mm-hmm. pay for everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, what are they paying you for? Are you like a spec ops person? Which that's right. totally yes. where I thought this movie right. was going. And then it was like, "We paid you for the units to, and you, and he's and you don't have as many units, so we didn't pay you as much." And I was like, "Oh, they're like literally paying for the toys." Okay, so are you? Is it like surveillance?
0: Like, are you surveilling all of the children? Like, are you
2: paying? It's
0: interesting you brought that up, nope. Brian, because I thought what this was is I thought this was coal subsidies. Oh my gosh! Because oh. what I thought it what I thought it was is I oh thought gosh. that it was. Coal is not a popular as much, but the government still needs people to produce it because it provides jobs. So they give – they basically pay Santa to take the coal, and then they ha- – and then he hands it out. Mm-hmm. Now, again – your oh, to your, po- to your point said. though that's really really fair is they don't fucking explain any of this <laughs> oh, so like don't. it's they all left to us to kind of no. go well this is what i thought and this was what i thought which yeah if you're gonna use a, a vague it's like saying like oh i measured your sleigh it's 1200 cubits long right it's like, what the fuck is a cubit well, like you could have yeah. spelled that out for all of us a little bit better and it just sure.
2: It it just it hits at the foundation of the movie for me because it was like okay so like the <laughs> you need kids to be nice mm-hmm. but okay but now you're gonna take the contract to still pay for it so you you need the kids to be nice and you're complaining the kids aren't yeah. nice it just like I couldn't figure out what the thesis of the film was yeah. for yes. them other than like hey, what if someone tried to kill Santa? Which I want to say, that's fine. I oh, enjoy yeah. the movie G.I. Joe. The thesis of that movie is <laughs> Cobra goes pew pew. G.I. Joe goes bang, bang. <laughs> and that's it. That's the movie and it's entertaining. Roll credits. But, Roll credits. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Channing Tatum. Um, and so basically, like it just didn't get, it just didn't hook me. At some yeah. point no, um which is fair. why i just focused on walter goggins the whole time because it was yeah. like well this, this is the fun part i can yeah. focus on that so yeah just the basic structure of it i didn't really i understood the stakes of like santa's gonna lose the factory okay and so you need the military but like none of that was ever really explained and then no, when you get to the finale right. it's like it really just felt like they had the whole military contract thing to have like a bunch of people for oh. like well, goggins know, walton shoot. goggins to right yeah so yeah. kill, just to yeah. put down
1: and, this is kind of what it felt like i'll absolutely I, I will absolutely agree to the fact that they they mentioned the contract and then they were like we haven't we have a contract for you then they went to a completely different scene and we didn't get any word on what they were building in the contract right. even when he went to announce to the elves like we didn't get that until like twenty minutes later or fifty <laughs> yes. I'm exaggerating, but it was like ten to fifteen minutes later yeah. into the film, and it was like, wait a minute. I definitely thought Santa was gonna when he said we could use your skills, all of this fucking training he was doing and how ripped he was and all this shit, I thought they were sending him into war. Yes. Or like I, or Same. use his elf like people as an army. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was just right. very broad and it just was not painted very well.
0: Right. And I will and I will even say that the other aspect of this that didn't work for me that I just I couldn't quite grasp is the moral like the moral high ground that everybody working for Santa seems to take. (laughs) Um, If anybody I mean, if you remember, because I mean, Santa's this big like, well, you know, there's good. And I mean, there seemed like this movie was trying to make some sort of commentary on good and bad. And I couldn't quite place what it was Mm -hmm. because was good just following directions? Was good believing? What was what was being a good kid or being a good person right. for? Because even the elves, they lecture, if you remember, when the first time that the military men meet um, seven, they say, like, well, why is he seven? And he goes, well, we number our folks because – and we don't replace numbers because – and then – out of nowhere, like, mm-hmm. gives the military guy a glance, because it would be unethical. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck are you <laughs> trying like, yeah, to like, Why are you so fucking <laughs> spicy, bitch? I don't yeah, man, fuck. Just calm down. Like, Jesus. just relax a little bit. There was a big commentary on like, good versus bad, and, but, it, but the problem is is it never set up definitions for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it never said, this is what being good is, this is what being good at bad is. It just said, there's good and bad, don't be bad. Right. But it was like, bad had to be right.
1: like, Really, really bad because the bad that they showed was this uh, this guy who's now a killer and assassin taking gifts from yeah. kids, and then the other bad was this little pompous little prick cool. who is like poisoning his grandma and all this right. other shit like that. But there was no middle bad. Like, what happens to the kid that just? <laughs> Picks on his little sister or what happens To you know what I'm saying like do they try to get Cold or what is right. the standard here I absolutely
0: Agree and not <laughs> to transfer us yep. like into The ugly too quickly and not to transfer us Over into the ugly but the there thing is- for me Is that like a different a better Statement is make the kid Do something good something Bad do two things that are bad and one thing Is good and still get cold because yeah. Then it's like nope it doesn't matter if You do anything right. good the minute you do something Bad is is deserving of the punishment Like to me that's a better That's more of a statement of saying like, no, no, the stakes for you being good and bad are very, very high, which is why Santa's under such increased pressure to deliver units because he has too high a standard. That, to me, makes a far more compelling story and far more compelling um, premise than what this was. Um, And so it was just – it was tough to kind of get behind that good and bad um, level stuff, yeah, because it was very – the extremes and everything was just kind of –
2: was crazy
0: high. for me so yeah Yeah.
2: and I, I, like it's just really hard to put into words
0: because it was just so amorphous
2: and i'm not someone you don't need to like draw the lines but like i no. do you do need to ground me somewhere yeah. yes. and i think that's why i was just so invested he's credited as the skinny man by the way walton goggins is credited as just skinny man I think that's why I was so invested in him because he was the only thing I could like get gravitational pull on to understand anything. Yeah, and I don't know if the movie intended to do that. Like, I I honestly don't know. Um, and I think the last thing that I'll, I'll say here is like it. It also just like the themes of good and bad and how things were. You know, yeah, like how they used to be. They throw in some weird economic, like broad macroeconomic stuff. Yes. I was like, well, they put they send all the manufacturing mm-hmm. overseas, so we don't have that and And i was like
0: uh, yeah what was that scene where he was was calling other people oh what the fucking
1: obvious he was trying to look for investors and he wanted to let you know where he was calling investors by the literal names that he was calling yeah sorry li ming what the fuck is you like what the
2: the best i could gather was like he wanted to find an alternative to the military so basically Uh he has this conversation with elon musk to like i don't know build stuff so that santa's hip yeah. and I just I, I I just didn't get a lot of tread on that cause I'm like, well, like, if you paid attention to, like, united states economics for the past 20 years like all the venture capitalists bought companies and then outsourced it to china because it was cheaper it was just that that's it right. like well and then he made some there. big
0: state he made some big statement of like i've stimulated the global economy to the tune of yes. like 300 billion dollars yes. and i don't get a single penny of that it's like so is santa a crotchety <laughs> old man who wants his right or- some I and that's and again i think to the to the other side of this and again maybe i'm reading too much far into this but as far as what the bad is is you put the onus on the black woman to be the moral compass because oh. then she says that is not who we are we don't yes. do things like that this is our standard so Wasn't that i the don't problem with borat yep the same problem with borat is like oh, we are making your wife be the the voice of reason for your anti-capitalist pursuit right and that to me just seems like a lot of pressure to put on one character to be the consistent moral compass yeah. and then the worst yeah. part is is then you frame it as like oh one day he just snapped out of it he snapped out <laughs> of it because she handed him the folders of the all folders the, the like and... success stories it right. just it, it it there was too much of this again the the, the moral responsibility It's And again, the other part of this that I think is interesting is that it makes more of a statement, and I don't remember where I heard this. I think it was on a different podcast, but there's no reward for parents for raising good kids. There's only a reward for kids for being good kids. Does that make sense? And this put the onus on that. Because yeah. when you took away Walton Goggins' parents, right? <laughs> because again, spoiler alert. He and by the way, um, I guess the people whoever did the crediting missed the statement where Santa says, "Jonathan Miller, you twisted child." So his name is Jonathan Miller. That's funny. His, he, his name is Jonathan himself. Miller, and it's he says,
1: "Skinny man." And Santa is, says, "Santa yeah.
0: says to Jonathan Miller, he says there are limits to what I can do." Even I couldn't bring your parents back. So essentially, he said like, "No." He
1: said I couldn't replace your parents. Oh, so fair enough. Was he was getting abused because he mentioned the little cigarette? Here was my other problem. I don't want to cut you off. No, no, Here was my other problem that you, you gave me too many stories without any yeah. investments. Yes. And so yep. you gave me the cigarette burns on his arm when he's talking to the kid, and yes. I'm like, I guess I have to assume that his parents were abusive, because he said, you yes. remind me a lot of my mom. My mom was a woman who didn't know how to shut the fuck up and always told me this, cigarette burns, oh, I get it. Replace yes. my parents, they were abusing me. You wanted new parents. Got
0: right. It. Yes. Yes, fair. Yes, and I, I must have missed that entirely. But again you took away, you basically said like, did. And then again, the statement with the kid, his parents aren't around. Are we trying to make a statement that like be present in your kids' lives or otherwise they're (laughs) going to turn out bad. Like, I just don't understand. Again, you're giving me too much to read into and too much for me to try to figure out. And as writers and directors, you needed to lay out the stakes and make it a little bit clearer as far as what you were trying to say.
2: And I think to riff off of that, this movie is maybe five sequences away, three to five sequences away of making like Walt Goggins, the protagonist of this movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because you're, you're in a place where his parents were taken away. He did get something from Santa. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, and he's just, he's hell-bent i think is probably the best way to say it and i think there is actually something to talk about there about how material things they can't replace people and and that's sad and that you need to deal with that and he obviously didn't deal with it and i feel like that could have been the main thesis of the story and i could have really got into that because i feel like that's something we can all relate to when we're all trying to deal with our grief or emotions. Sometimes we buy stuff, sometimes we eat, sometimes we, whatever your coping mechanism is, we can all relate to that. And I would like to see that explored, but it just kind of felt like a, we need a reason for what right. Goggins mm-hmm. to be really angry at Santa. That's what it felt like, right. and yeah. with no other depth than the showdown. Yeah. The showdown could have been a lot
1: more compelling. If you would have given us more backstory to Walter,
2: like why
1: is he collecting all these gifts from these kids and why is it, I mean, kids and adults and like, why is it that he was skipped over? Why the police car, all the, all the other toys you had in there. Why did you pick that one in particular? You know, is there a correlation between the police car and what you want it to be and what you are now? Like, You gotta give us more. You you gave us more, more, more with less, less, less. And forced us to figure it out with three different characters. First of all, I don't even know why the fuck Santa's mad. You want me to figure that out? (laughs) Then I got a little kid who's just a piece of shit. What the fuck is wrong with him outside of the fact he's got daddy issues? And then there's Walter. It's too many characters that
0: I have to figure out
1: before I understand the concept of the movie.
0: This movie by itself, of just a kid feeling scorned for getting coal yeah and ordering a hit on santa could have been enough but i don't think it was enough for a movie so what it seems to me is if if i'm speculating is that the writers both ian and Eshelm, i think is how you pronounce his name they were and i apologize if i got it wrong but what you're saying is is essentially they said like oh man what if someone tried to kill santa claus (laughs) and then they're like oh fuck how do we get him there and they yeah. just came up with all of these different like plot devices and tricks and you know magic right. circles and you know inf- and like interpretation to say like oh that's how you get him there. When in mm-hmm. actuality, if you had just flushed out, I mean, if you stick with the Walton Goggins story, which I think is probably your most compelling option, it's so let's n- just transition over into the ugly, just sure. for the sake of argument. I think if you stick Wait, with the Walton, I have
1: one more bad.
0: Go okay, go do your bad, and then I'll transition.
1: Um, how the fuck <clears throat> did Santa come back to life? The bitch got stabbed <laughs> twice and lost an well. eye. And yeah. shot in the I, head. So what the fuck happened?
2: I yeah. think it's okay. the magic. Is it magic? So, we
1: just gotta believe like Tink like Tinkle Bell?
2: So no, for me, this is like where the mythos connects of like okay. because there are so many there there are connections to Odin and like so many of other like grand like even the the Turkish saint of just like how like, if the legend persists, whether mm-hmm. it's a Nordic god or a, a saint or something, the spirit of the holiday, as it were, mm-hmm. I totally bought it. And I don't know. I mean, like, because okay. it just, okay. it, made, it me got to a fire. point where I was like, well, it's the spirit. And he's, yeah, he convinced
1: and he... me better than the movie did. I'm not well,
2: Let me just say, as a Star Wars fan, I have been given many outrageous situations to accept, so (laughs) that's how I've gotten here. That's a good point. That's Um, fair, that's fair. But that's how I squared it away, and it was one of the smaller things I had to square away. Like, for some reason, that made sense to me. I don't know why. It's just, I
1: get that you're giving him, you gave us glimpses of his powers, how strong he is, and you gave us, like, you know, you you gave us glimpses of these things, I guess I was just... Because when I seen that, I literally looked at my dad and was like, well, didn't see that coming. He really killed this motherfucker. Like, he's dead, dead. You know what I'm saying? So that was one of my problems. But I think Brian just convinced me... Oh. Like, oh, okay, I get it better than the movie – better than the movie did. So yeah. so, yeah. But, yeah, now we can go into – But, the... again,
0: going back to – just really quickly, going okay. back to the – going back to, the, like, laying and giving you almost, like, a little, like, trick-or-treat. Like, when right. he's <laughs> when he's naked, naked in their post, post-coital scene, Ooh. right, he's which covered – he's covered in scars. Yes. yes. Which yes. means he's probably been in some type of scrap before. Right. And recovered from it. Yeah. So – But again you don't spell that out like you all you had to do was write i don't know two more lines of dialogue where she says oh remember back in 1925 when you got hit with that mortar shell and you got this one and he goes oh and how about this one from 1863 when i got hit with a bow and arrow like Mm -hmm. all he had to do was say that's all you needed but they just said like like we're just gonna glaze right over it because right. again, the only thing we give a shit about is the hitman who was hired and the right. showdown with Santa Claus. That's exactly, all we cared about. The rest exactly. of it was just plot device to get it there and filler. Yep, and filler. Yeah. So, yeah. if if it's me and if I can kick us off on the ugly, this is what I would do differently. I would write a pre-credit scene. That is a flashback of Santa dropping the cop car off in Walton Goggins' house. Mm. The moment that kicks these people off in an unavoidable battle between someone feeling scorned and out for vengeance versus the person who he feels scorned by. And I would say that's this. – they're on this collision course, and then all you have to do is you do this one scene – with the kid hiring him as a hitman, and then you don't even have to follow up with that kid again right. until the end. You can throw him away as a character because mm-hmm. he doesn't matter. Because he they really keep doesn't. cutting back to him, and this whole, like, oh, man, he's in the, the hitman's phone as little shit, and he's trying to talk right. him into, like, the right way to be a hitman. It, it doesn't – I mean, again, it was filler and not necessary. Mm-hmm. You could have kicked this, like, this journey off and make it almost, like, faded – like there's fate entire to, to the, mm-hmm. tied to this, where he's on a collision course with Walton when he's an he's an adult, um, and that's what you could have done, and that's what I would have done differently. Is I would have leaned into their relationship, and I would have made it an unavoidable battle when he finally grows up.
1: Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> I like that a lot. I think, I think for me, I I would agree. I like everything Doug did it, but I'm gonna do something a little bit different. Do it. I think for me. If I was writing this, I think an interesting twist, because when it happened, my dad mentioned, he's like, is this a Santa Claus moment when he killed Santa? Uh-huh. when And I thought he was going to kill Mrs. Claus. I thought that he was going to then become Santa um, so that yeah. he could have the burden of picking, deciding and seeing what it really meant. And then it being like, oh, fuck, this is not what I thought it was as a child. I really killed somebody for no reason, basically essentially, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's kind of one route that I would take. Also get rid of the kid, get rid of the torture scene with the girl because all they're doing with the kid is showing you how bad you have to be in order to get cold. Yes, And and the other thing, even in the news segments, they were like five school kids just burned down a school. Like that's that's not the only way to be bad. Like there are so many other ways to be bad. So going back to what Doug mentioned again, getting a clear definition on what's good and what's bad yeah let's play more into the mythos of santa so that we understand that okay if brian is correct which it sounds like he's right oh then great you know santa wasn't gonna die he would just you know he, he survived on this mythos he's a legend we have this story to tell um you know i like how much I like the amount of scenes that Mrs. Claus had. I like that. Yeah. also give this man something else other than cookies. Let's get rid of the interaction with the bartender lady because that shit was not. It was, it was all unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? You like you called her a hoe, but for what? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like it, it didn't. I thought that she was going to be the one to sleep with Walter to get close to Santa. I was like, that yeah. makes sense. But essentially, you never interacted with her again, called her a hoe, and that was it. And I'm like, damn, Santa, like, you know what I'm saying? So there's so many unnecessary pieces. Let's cut down, get to the meat of it, and then let's dive into it.
0: And all it was for the the woman in the bar and that whole scene in the bar with the, like, I hope the wife and kids are good. Like, all that does is say, oh, great, he has a cool little magic trick where he remembers every person on Earth. Yes. And that's all you needed, but you could have done that with any, Walt. Any, yes, you know what I mean. At the end, yes. you could have highlighted that, like, "Oh shit, he remembers this guy," like yes. that. That could oh, have with the been interactions in the with there. the military.
1: Like, there's so yes. many other forms of inserting dialogue that you could have done. Like, I don't know. That's just yes. me, though. Yeah, that's just me. Agreed. And also recast Mel Gibson. I'm sorry. Yeah. Agree. I'm sorry. Make I'm it, trying yeah. to be fair. He did no, good in all. the role. Yeah. Um, of being Santa, the looking. Oh, here was my other bad. Sorry. No, I'm you're also... fine. So I'm gonna put it in my ugly, trait. Turn up the fucking grayscale. This whole movie <laughs> is dark as shit. Yeah. It's, it's and I get you want to set this sad tone. Yeah. Like, I. It was certain points my TV couldn't pick up shit that was going on if a, if the room was darker than my damn like jacket. Like you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like. Yeah. Turn it like give me yeah. like a different filter or something to change the vibe of the movie.
0: Everything was uh, muted. Color
1: everything. Everything. There was no life in yep. anything. And also, him putting that big ass rifle outside of a car the size of Vermilion, South Dakota, with ten thousand people in it. Like, what <laughs> the fuck?
0: <laughs> you mean in North <sighs> Peak? Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. I mean. There. I mean. And and again, to your point of like, just really quickly recasting Mel Gibson. Yes. I think it, Russell yeah, Crow, We got coding. a fat Russell Crowe. He could have did it. I mean, one <laughs> yes, and I would have watched the shit out of that. Two, you could—I mean, there's there had to be somebody else yeah. who could have played this. People. I'm very curious why why was that the choice? Yeah, yeah. Like, why did it have to? You know, in a in a movie where your three big leads are Mel Gibson, Walton Goggins, Brian, remind me of the name who played Ruth.
2: I'll I'll, I'll get that for
0: you. Yeah, but those are your three big names. The rest are nobodies. Is written directed by a nobody, like not not to be disrespectful. Uh, Up and coming, up and coming, up and coming. Not known yet. They haven't made more than a million dollars on a twenty million dollar movie. So I'm going to go ahead and say maybe they remain nobodies. Um, So that's kind of where we're at (laughs) as far as that's concerned. But yeah, Marine
2: John Baptiste. Yeah, Marine John
0: Baptiste. Yeah, so Dude. I just think that you could have done – you could have made a different casting call. I would have loved if they had used this as a, an homage to their childhood Santa movies. Fuck, cast Tim Allen just for uh, shits yeah. and gigs. You. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, And the other thing that you could have done that I think was my – and I'm stomping all over Brian's like what he Go would ahead. have done differently. I also think you could have made this a movie where you confirmed or disproven – the premise of other santa claus yeah. movies yes you could have said yeah. like he kills Santa Claus, and you could have had a really witty dialogue between Ruth and uh, Walton Goggins' character. He's like, do I co- become Santa Claus now? And she yeah. goes, no, it's not how it works in the movies. I would have laughed my fucking ass yeah. off at that and thought that was entertaining. But again, you didn't. You just kind of left it there. Brian, please, what would you have done differently <laughs> before I keep going? I just rewrote no, this whole fine. movie. You're fine. You're fine. And I liked I mean, it, too.
2: <laughs> I, like yeah I, I'm gonna recast Mel Gibson I don't know if they chose him because they thought he would be a big draw I don't know I, I don't know what's happening yeah. here I don't know if like one of the producers this was like a term that they had to fulfill I I don't know So I owe Mel I recast- a favor so
1: let's cast him
2: yeah right like yeah. Get, get him out of here Um. and I think honestly there are plenty of people I feel like that could fill this role like Tim Allen is one of them I also think you don't need like a banger star here like it's okay that this exists as like something under the radar too um and i feel like you have enough people in here to like headline um and to give someone a break here as santa like i'm sure there's plenty of people that could look like a haggard santa that could carry this Haggard, you know (laughs) like i just i really do believe that we could have given somebody a shot here and i'll leave that there so i think for me there's two directions you can go with something like this it feels like it was supposed to be this slow burn piece with an epic duel with santa like it felt like this kind of slow burn action investigative movie so if we're doing that like if that's really what the heart of this is about and we're not talking about macroeconomics or morality (laughs) or ethics or like whatever military contracts for military contracts i i do it as like kind of like a straight up like you know like you know your product like as a straight up kind of like 80s not slasher movie but like just like in the vein of like um oh my gosh like death wish almost like if you're familiar with those movies like just kind of pulpy in a way of like i get this I'm going to get this guy no matter what. And it's this journey of this guy, you know, or person getting to their objective and finally finishing what they set out to do. So I would, <laughs> I would put skinny man, the assassin, uh, as your, as your front person. And there's not a whole lot you have to do to no, to make that change happen. And you add in like, you know, a sequence where it's like, Oh yeah, he's, he's a good hitman. Um and get to the point and then have that Santa reveal like maybe don't reveal yeah. all of his connections to Santa and then just do that in the finale and have a longer like discussion about that and if that's when you know I already talked about this but if that's where you want to put in the bit about material things replacing people that you miss I feel like that's a good place for it before you go bang bang um, and I feel like that's what I would have done with it um, I'm inspired by the movie Three Days to Kill uh, when I was watching oh, this movie, it, um... I don't know if it
1: damn it. Who is in there? It's That's it's a...
2: Kevin Costner.
1: Is it Kevin? Um... I was thinking of a guy from Taken. Oh, oh, oh Liam well. Neeson. Yeah. Close.
2: Yeah. Um, But so so three days to kill essentially was billed as this like Kevin Costner is a grizzled CIA agent going to Paris and you're like oh man and he's gonna get somebody and his daughter's there oh man this is gonna be a great action movie me and my BFF Brian Wall we watched this on a streaming service we're like this is gonna be a great action movie um it was not actually the first part was just Kevin Costner like being a CIA agent the entire rest of the movie is him trying to have a relationship with his daughter and like trying to <laughs> actually like really mend his relationship with his family. And then the finale, there are some assassins and action involved, but like, I feel like that's another direction you can go. Yeah. But I, I don't sure. have the talent of those, to do it.
1: Sounds like a Dave Chappelle, gotcha, bitch. Like one of those yeah. kind of like is. pulled you in. It totally is.
2: Like that's exactly, Oh, Haley Steinfeld's in this too. So of course I'm a fan. Um, But I mean, essentially like, i feel like you could go that direction too
0: um i mean you could make this i mean you could even lean into like to your point of like making it super pulpy you could almost make it kill bill but it's like it's walton goggins actively trying to get to santa claus yes and he has to kill a polar bear and an elf (laughs) and then a and then the the, the snowman from the stop motion movies and then he finally gets to santa claus and you can call it killing christmas and it's super like fucking pulpy and you could go that that. way with it if you really want to. no
2: and it's perfect counter-programming because yes, all these it's, movies which yes. i'm also going to mention of things you should watch instead i'll do that later but like we have all these movies that have cheer and if you're in a of mood of like
0: brian doesn't recommend this doesn't <laughs> like, <it> <laughs>
2: like like if you need counter-programming this tries to do it it's yeah fun. i mean you could one of the
1: last things i would say i would change is the fucking soundtrack Oh, um, uh, yeah. It just seemed like in certain places it felt like a Western. And then in certain places it was just like the music did not match the vibe of the scene that was trying to be set. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was strange.
0: At the very end, when he has one eye patch and they are walking towards the barn, in my notes, it says, this is a Christmas Western. Like, that is, <laughs> that is what the... this is. It's like, we, we don't actually, worry, Ma. Yeah. We fought good... off the interlopers and protected the homestead. Well, let's go put it back together. Like, that's all that was. I mean, you might that's as well cause. Not cast john wayne in this or his ghost in this ah, i mean workshop is
2: mine. the u.s Army's of the union or like whatever yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah. i mean that's exactly what this could have been um is there anything else because we've spent a lot of time on the bad and the ugly is there anything else as far as that you all feel that should be done differently or is there anything else maybe that we missed that we glanced over no no Brian, anything else that we missed or glanced over?
2: No, I've I've said my piece on this
0: okay. one. I well, will just
1: what's... say, just watch the movie for yourself. Before we even get yes. into the, the, the bad, you know, before, I'm sorry, before we even get into the price of admission, you know, we are just three people who experience things differently. We watch and view things all differently, although we kind of have the same opinions on certain things. Um, you know, watch it for yourself. You know, it's not that expensive of a movie, Um, so going into, you know, is it worth the price of admission? I'll just go ahead and steal the, steal the transition, Doug. Thank Um, you very much. I think it was worth the price of admission. It was a nice fun movie. I watched it with my sister. I watched it with my dad and we just kind of kicked it. And it was one of those movies you can critique without really overthinking it. And it was like, man, this one, it's not something that I would buy on DVD or anything like that. But for the time that I watched and spent with my family to watch this movie and laugh at some of the, Kind of the more idiotic shit that was happening in there.
0: For I sure. think it was worth the price of admission. For sure. Um, Brian. What about you? Uh, oh, who, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah you. Go oh, ahead. shit. Okay. Um, I agree. I, I think it's worth the price of admission. I think it's worth a watch. Um, I think especially if you're looking for, if you're the type of person who gets overwhelmed with how the pressure to feel holly and jolly all the fucking time this time of year, this is a nice break. And as the man who said at the top of the podcast, he's in the spirit, Um, you know, if you're if you need a break from that or if you're looking for, like Brian said, some counter programming to what the narrative is for the holiday season overall, this is worth a watch. The entry point is relatively low. Um, I think it was six ninety nine when on Apple, which is where we watched it. Um, Mm -hmm. So and I from research, that's what it was elsewhere. Um, Definitely worth a watch in my mind. And it was worth the price of mission. On that end, so Brian.
2: Yeah. So this isn't gonna be a surprise to anybody. I I do not recommend this film. Uh, Yeah. I
1: do not think it
2: is worth the price of admission. Like even on streaming, like this is just taking a slot like that you could have another
0: movie in. Like I just I couldn't do it at all. It sounds like you really had a hard time reconciling the art and the person.
2: Yeah. I did I did and I'll I'll be fully honest with that. No, you're fine. I did and you have it right wasn't and, and even then, even when I gave it a good a good old college try and I got I I, I I got into like the assassin aspect, all these questions kept popping up that kept taking me out of it and one of the things that sticks with me is like when they were making Star Wars, like Mark Hamill was like, "Oh, you got, oh my gosh, you have, to, we have to do our hair, we have to do our mm-hmm. hair differently." Like, what are we doing? And like Harrison Ford was like over it, and he's like, "Look, kid, if they're talking about our hair, like, we got other things to worry about with this movie." Yeah. Um, to the point being, like, if your movie is good and entertaining and it captures you, you don't have to worry about those questions. That's true. And yeah. that was not this movie. That's I fair. That's a very really fair point. Really silly that is questions. Fair. Um and that's more that's than just fair. that's it took me out so that's why i don't recommend it and i definitely it. Is, i also did 6.99 on amazon um yeah yeah all yeah. right brian can, can i ask you a question else.
0: before we like sure. move on to um <laughs> you know reading watching plugging if this mm-hmm. is a different santa so let's say they yeah. get Again, I think Liam Neeson could have done this. Right. If they get oh, someone yeah. like Liam Neeson or if they get someone like <laughs> Tim Allen to play right. Santa, and it's the exact same movie, but a different Santa, do you think your answer is different?
2: I don't know. I honestly I know that's don't hard to speculate. I, there's just, if I'm taking, like, even if there's no Santa in it, like, even if you make him this enigma, <laughs> um, like, the structure of it still doesn't work for me because Here. everything in Santa. Like ranch factory, like none ranch. of that is consequential. It's the worst. <laughs> like, that is the worst stripper
0: factory. club ranch I've ever heard. In my <laughs> <life>. <laughs> Welcome down down to Santa's Santa Ranch, where it's two for one yeah. lap dances. Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: disgusting. <laughs> I just, you know, like, I get you're trying to make a that movie about an assassin killing Santa, which is hilarious and I'm, it's absurd. Yeah. But, like, you spent half the movie having me worry about contracts and ethical dilemmas that you don't give me enough information about. That's fair.
0: No, that's fair. Just curious. Again, sorry to put you on about the spot. That, that's
1: valid. An elf lap dance would be terrible. I just, I'm sorry. Man, just the butts like... are not
0: going to be big enough to really make you feel good <laughs> about it. I mean,
1: they're really pale. All they eat is sugar. So, you know. That, well, and the other
0: thing correct. is, like, they're so little, like, you don't yeah, want to break them. Right.
1: Like, Well, maybe I want to be broken. Well, we're
2: taking
0: taking a turn. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. (laughs) This podcast just got weird. Um, (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Well, that's, like I said, that's again, as Marcus said, watch this for yourself if you're really interested in it. You know, like we're just three guys, so just. Take it, take or leave our opinion, but obviously you've listened this long, so... Um, yeah, you take you, you're taking it for something. You're oh, um, taking Let
2: you, me, let me have one last soapbox. So, Thank you. Uh, th- there are other things that you can watch than this. I would recommend <laughs> Jingle Jangle... <laughs> The happiest season of or the original really Black Christmas, yeah. yeah. The original Black Christmas horror movie. Like, if you're like, I don't like Christmas and I want to see people die, the Black Christmas horror Oof, film,
1: also know, like you got other Those issues you horror may horror need, horror. need to look over. Like, you or may cr- need Krampus, a
0: counselor, <laughs> don't watch
1: Krampus. Krampus. That was terrible. It was, that was a I terrible mean, movie. <laughs> but would you, would,
0: you, would you rather watch this again or that? This, I would rather watch. Oh, this. okay.
2: All right, that is the hot take. That Jeez. is a hot take also Dude. the
1: Grinch you know I yeah. still haven't I love the original Grinch with Jim Carrey so much that I haven't watched the one with Benedict Cumberbatch so like that's, that's how dedicated that's oh, I man, am be. I didn't even know it.
0: there
2: was a Benedict Cumberbatch
1: one. yeah it's on an Netflix an, now
0: he did an What's... animated one that is mm-hmm. similar animation style to like the Lorax and yep. to Horton Heroes oh, of Who so cool. it's a DreamWorks okay. movie I believe yep. yep Yep. okay yeah so well you can get this movie uh, available <laughs> most places for around $7 um, but that's what we have for you um we want to transition into uh what if are I'm we now. anything that you want to plug or anything that you are reading or watching that is worth looking at so um Brian let's kick it down to you uh since you yeah. are making recommendations what oh, are you sorry. reading watching or do you have anything that you like to plug <laughs> this week
2: so i kind of did a soapbox so i'll make this very concise uh i had i finished Schitt's creek it was amazing it hit me in all the feels uh, highly recommend it if you haven't finished it yet. The final season does not disappoint.
0: May I make a, may I make a I am now... I admit to something before you keep going? Yeah. I have not yeah. watched Shits Creek and I wa- except okay. for two episodes and I found it difficult to get into. Oh, it,
2: so interesting. It is. It is difficult to get into. I think the first season is okay. It's probably one of the hardest shows I've had to get into, but I think it really hits its stride like in the second season, which I think is like i'm weird like because if you're telling people you need to invest at least a full season before you enjoy something that's not for everybody no um, this is like i in, think
0: it's the same way i felt when people told me napoleon dynamite was so hysterical that i had yeah. to watch it yeah when it, it first it came out oh, it's my just i kept and this is the problem yeah. when people overhype stuff is i always yeah. feel like i'm waiting for it to be amazing so if it's not amazing right away i go well then why yeah. am i watching this like
2: it did get a lot of hype, and yes. I think what the thing about season one is is that it's understated, and you have to enjoy seeing rich people not be happy. Like Fair. you have to see rich people, you have to enjoy seeing rich people struggle to enjoy the first season, Fair. and then once it hits the second season, they're starting to find some success in who they are. Um, but that's how I would describe it. So Fair. Fair. the uh, the other thing I'm watching Clone Wars, uh, inspired yeah. by watching The Mandalorian. It's also dark oh, yeah. out all the time. And I need to find that light, and Star Wars is continuing to be that light for me. So I just finished season five, uh, moving on to season six, and Maybe then after, I am, I'm still, I'm still reading Skyward on Audible. I'm listening to it. I got about five hours left. We're still talking about Starfighters, and that's what I have oh, been yeah, Starfighter oh. it up, Marcus. Starfighter <laughs> it up. How about, how about you, Doug? Take, oh, take it away. What are you yeah,
0: doing? Look. I have a format. I go one of the two of you, then me. Stop introducing <laughs> me and fucking Look, me on my format. You, you give us so much up.
2: flack when we don't ask right. you. So well, I'm just you, saying.
1: We do what we want. The cream of the
2: crop. <laughs> Nobody does it better.
0: What am I watching? Uh, Big Mouth season four came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That that show nice. I enjoy quite well and mm-hmm. thoroughly, so I've started watching that. Uh, I finished Ted Lasso, which is an Apple play- an Apple TV Plus show that I really really enjoy. Yes. I also, for some strange reason, decided to watch the movie Spawn on oh, HBO Max. I watched Spawn too. You did? Oh my I did. gosh! I remember I did. watching that movie like when I was sick, so I'd be at yeah. home and I'd like I'd have my parents rent it or be on TV yep. or whatever. Um, so I watched Spawn. Um, it's the up yes. whale. Well. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, um, it's not it's bad. Not bad. Um, but yeah, that's what I've really been watching. Mm-hmm. I haven't been reading a whole lot, but what else is new? Um, so yeah. <laughs> Marcus, uh, besides reading Uh, your books for finals, uh, what have you been getting into this week?
1: um, A lot. You know, there's been a lot. I've been, because I'm home, I don't, you know, I'm just watching whatever's on TV. So I watched um, this movie called, me and my family watched this movie called Super Intelligence on HBO Max. Oh, sure actually a really good movie oh, yeah. I, I really okay. recommend it brian i really think you would like that movie
2: that keeps getting advertised to me yeah. in every social media platform It'll, so now it, it makes sense it,
1: it's definitely it's definitely up our alley um of okay like, you know it, it's really good i'm not even gonna say anything about it i just want you to watch it because sure. That was the best experience of not knowing what I was going into and oh, then sure. experiencing okay. it. It was like, oh shit! Like, okay, I, I kind of like okay. I like this a lot. So, um, I watched Ooh, that. I like that. Um, I watched the Sunset Limited. Of course, I told um the group about that. That is just a really good heavier.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind I watched of the movie. trailer for
1: that. It looks yeah. amazing. It's fucking. It's a two-person dialogue, one scene. Samuel Jackson and Tommy Lee Jones, like two goats in this shit, just yep. like just having a real fucking conversation. The first time I watched it, I Mm -hmm. cried because it's just like you, like you may take one side. I like, once again, I want you to be able to go in and experience it for yourself. You may have a firm belief in one side that one person takes, but once you hear the other side, you're like, am I close minded or am I just yeah. like not empathetic enough? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like for it's sure. kind of one of yep. those situations. And so, um, that was really good. I watched the spawn. Um, I watched Batman, one of the Batmans. I, I was the one with Val Kilmer. It was just on TV. Oh, um, yeah. okay. And reading, um, my dad just gave me one of the, uh, he just told me that pedagogy of the oppressors on audio. So I'm going to listen to that. Oh so yeah. Reading the book. And, That's about it. That's all I got. Anything to plug? Uh, You know what time it is when it comes to plugging. You know what I mean? That Noah gear, um, Noah merch. The store is open. Link in my bio. Marcus J. Destin on Instagram. You know what I mean? Go buy that. Go follow us at Films of Black and White on Instagram. I'm behind on posts, but don't worry about that. Mind your business. I'll get it up when it's up. Um, And... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah. Oh, my birthday is on today is Monday. My birthday is on Thursday. So. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. What? yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Be, oh yeah. I guess I could do that. It's gonna be great. <laughs> so
1: that's all. Yeah, I it's I got. your
2: birthday on Thursday. We're yes. happy you
1: were born. Thank that's you. True. I'm happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? You know, without my, you know, without. <laughs> I was gonna go right into it, but I can't. Doug Wagner. How do you? Uh, how, what? What about you? What are you reading, watching, plugging? Um. Here's what I have. What to are plug. you plugging? What do you have to plug? Yeah. To, yes. that's none of my business. On you know. Well, I mean. Of-
0: anyway. Yeah. Take it Santa Ranch. Um. Here's what I've got. I. I've, I've got um really this podcast to plug. To be entirely honest with you. <laughs> I, I yeah. Don't, I don't <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Take it oh, on there. Santa Ranch. Um, here's what I got. Um, I have this podcast to plug. Um, this wraps up for us season uh, one. Let so, me let
1: me play yeah. the music, Doug. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were getting right into it.
0: You're fine. No, it's, um, it's so you have stuck with us for 39 episodes of this. Yeah. And this wraps up season wow. one. So I'm super thrilled that everybody stuck with this. The love that we've gotten. The success that we've had. Um, one, I'm super thankful for. Super hey, humbled up there, about.
2: My way up.
0: Uh, so that's really what I have to plug we've got big things coming um uh later this month and then into next month we got a patreon launching soon, uh, um and then we have just got big things to come up next semester like next year said semester but next year of kicking it back with season two you know we've, we've figured out a lot so really just again go back listen to the archive of what we have already and then just gear up for a new and improved and more polished um season two because I'm super jacked about that um, and excited that it- <laughs> Um, the cream of the crop nobody does it better Brian what do you have to plug for us
2: as always thelovenerds.com support small business Maggie puts her all into thelovenerds.com so if you're thinking of a last minute gift idea you have a cricket silhouette print some designs get an iron you can make a shirt for somebody you want to have matching PJs now's the time to do it you've got the time I know you're not going anywhere tell them again Brian Uh, (laughs) <laughs> and the last thing I want to promote is definitely this podcast I'm I'm grateful that I could join and if you're finding us for the first time or maybe you got linked to us maybe from one of our guests go check out some of our episodes the Artemis Fowl one is probably one of my favorites <laughs> yeah, the, the three show. of us just really doing sure. our thing and doing the best we can and if you missed our new mutants episode
0: go check that out it's, definitely literally yeah, it's just good. fantastic all right. Well, that brings us to our final reminder. Now it's really important. I need everybody to keep this and keep this going just because we're going to remind you this time doesn't mean you can't keep doing this all the way through the new year. Don't make bad habits. Like we've said this to you 39 times. So just hopefully that's ingrained to some better 39. habit building. You're right, right. So I'm going to kick us off and I'm going to say drink some water it's really important that you drink some water it gets dry outside in the winter and you need to hydrate because your skin needs it um and just drink it because it's important it's good for your overall health brian you got to read,
2: you got to read something, whether you read a pedagogy of the oppressed, whether you are listening to an audiobook, maybe you're reading a really long article online, whatever you are doing, just read because you're going to learn something and learning is cool and learning enriches you. So make it's sure cool. that you read something, learn something.
1: Not wrong. It's true. It's very true. <sighs> For yeah. the 39th fucking time. Okay. Sorry, I had to switch the tunes up, because I really, I really need y'all to feel me here, okay? Listen, here's what's going on, okay? I need you all to continue. <laughs> Whether it's the 39th, the 1st, the 41st, the 105th, you're going to have to wash that ass. Okay, a new rag. That rag you got in your bathroom right now, it got holes in it. Okay, you've washed it too many times. Okay, which means your pinky finger is poking through the rag, and that's also ended up in the crack of your ass. So you'll also have a dirty ass and a dirty pinky. So now what are we gonna do? Okay? You know what I'm saying? So like get a fresh rag, okay? Get, Get your soap of choice, you know what I'm saying? You can get some dial, you can get some dove, some Irish Spring, you can get some of the, you know what I mean? Some uh I forgot the other stuff. But pick whatever soap that you usually get now. If you've been told your ass stinks. don't get that soap again because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results okay so i need you to don't not be insane okay and wash that ass you gotta wash it you gotta get in there we're gonna take a little break okay we're not gonna be going long because we're gonna you know Doug's got a special announcement after this is over but like we're not gonna be going long but when we get back that, 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 that ass better be clean. That's all Give I got to Give yourself the
0: gift, the gift this holiday season of a washed ass. A washed it's ass? the gift that keeps on giving.
1: You you feel like you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna be around people because we're on lockdown, but that don't mean shit. Your ass still stinks when you by yourself. So, like, you know what I mean? Wash that
0: ass. Yeah, very important. Look, we will be back. We're gonna be back for a very special bonus episode. Yeah! Uh, shortly, after, <laughs> shortly after the Christmas, yeah. Christmas holiday um, to cover Wonder Woman. So we're gonna come back for a Bonus episode to cover Wonder Woman, which we are super thrilled about, and then we'll be back in uh, January um, with a fresh new episode, um, and you know the same same shit you love uh, day in and day out. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, enjoy the season, enjoy the time with your friends and your family, relax, recharge, because um, we're going places, and we need everybody recharged to go places with us. Get so on the train, stay- baby. Yep, stay safe, stay healthy. Um, We love y'all and we appreciate y'all and we will catch y'all soon.